Hello everybody and welcome to Absolute Comics. I am your 50% uh, of your host, I'm Sal, and joined today by Dan. Dan, thank you so much for being here, man. Yeah, of course. I'm glad to be here. Yes. Uh, Dan, tell everybody who you are, where you're from, why you're here, and, uh, and, and you know, then we'll get, we'll get started. Because I, I want to make sure, you know, this is, this is one of the few Absolute Comics episodes where we can see you. Yes. And you do other things, and I thought it'd be important <laughs> to mention that as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm Dan, the producer over at Comic Storian. I run a lot of the stuff behind the scenes. Uh, many of you have probably heard my voice chime in every now and then during the podcasts. Uh, yeah, I basically do just a lot of stream and podcast stuff with Comic Storian. I stream over by myself at twitch.tv slash silo91 as well, C-Y-L-O-O-9-1. Uh, if you want to check out my personal stuff where I just chat and play a bunch of Apex. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, that's me in a nutshell right there. Nice, nice. Uh, if you, of course, want to catch this show, uh, if you're watching it right now, you're watching on twitch.tv slash comic story. And, but of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, don't forget to subscribe and check out Absolutely Marvel in DC, our other channel where we make shorter videos that are all about speculation on uh, the comic book news and movie landscape, of course, as Winter Soldier uh, slash Falcon rolls forward. We're getting very, very close to that release. Uh, you're going to see a plethora of content on that channel, so make sure to subscribe over there as well. Uh, but we got plenty. We got plenty to talk about right now. So you know, we don't even have time to promote <laughs> ourselves at YouTube.com/slash/ComicPop or Twitch.tv/slash/ComicPop. We have so much stuff to talk about. Uh, for example, and and by the way, I want to also give a quick shout out to Dan for not just being you know, the prettier half of the show, but also <laughs> for the curation of our topics today and every day. Dan, thank you so much for putting together these lists because without you, I would just be like, I don't know. I read Spider-Man the other day. It's kind of, you know, okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think we got some good stuff today. I think so too. Uh, kicking things off, we got Infinite Frontier, uh, which starts recapping Batman Urban Legends, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Nightwing, The Joker. Uh, yes, uh, the Infinite Frontier has begun and we are in it. And I, I don't know about you. You read comics week to week, like me. Uh, so you are probably as well-versed in the comparison of Infinite Frontier to Rebirth. Mm -hmm. uh, people are making all kinds of connections. I don't see it. I don't feel that kind of like next iteration of Rebirth. I kind of feel like this is kind of afterthought where it's like, we got a bunch of stuff coming out. We don't want to have to change any more than we already have because we had to switch gears after 5g so let's just call it infinite frontier but do whatever we were going to do you know when, mm -hmm. we, when we started this whole thing because i read batman urban legends it's basically the batman book if you don't like what's going on in any of the batman books right but it has no real connection to anything it's just kind of a bunch of fun stories. By the way, I love the issue. I don't know if you read it, but it's, oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's great. Issue. It's a bunch of really fun stories. You get Chip Zdarsky finally doing a Batman story, and it just so happens to be a Red Hood story. <laughs> uh, good yeah, stuff. No, I, uh, I completely agree. It doesn't feel as much of like a full restart like Rebirth felt. Like Rebirth definitely had that vibe of, hey, 
remember everything? Now you don't. Here's the new stuff. Here's what's going on. Whereas this was kind of like a, hey, we just took a big step, but we're still continuing the majority of stuff. A lot of the stuff is the same. We're changing small little bits here and there. But uh, overall, I think it's I think it's doing a great job. I'm enjoying this whole Wonder Woman being Lady Sif in uh, <laughs> Asgard. Um, yes. We've got Nightwing, which came out today, which started off very strong. I'm actually really yep. excited to see where that's going to go. Yep. Um, but yeah, like like you said, there's there's not too much to this that feels truly like the beginning of a new era. So to no, speak. the right like you read Infinite Frontier Zero, it does set up a couple of things. It really mm -hmm. does feel like a sampler comic, but at the end, you get the big dark side reveal, and you're kind of like, oh. And it's not so much an oh with my curiosity peaked as much as I say oh you do have an idea like an overarching plan. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't have that kind of like oomph that the last one did. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the books that are coming out they're fun. I got to read actually every book that is referenced in this list uh, <laughs> from from Justice League to Nightwing to the Joker. Uh, I know Joker came out last week, but how'd you like it? Uh, the Joker I thought was really good. It's more of Jim Gordon and the Joker. Yeah, but you wouldn't uh, buy a Gordon book. Oh, no. But they'll well, buy a Joker book, yeah. especially if you see... is Because Joker's almost on every single page of that Joker book. So mm -hmm. you can't say it's not, but it it very much is. And by yeah. the way, they their marketing is on point because like I would not normally buy a Joker book, but I would buy a Gordon book. But I needed to buy a Joker book for my review show, and now I know it's a Gordon book. So yeah. we were able to say, like, by the way... You know, obviously everybody else is going to go buy a Joker book because Joker's so popular. But if you were on the fence, it's actually a secret Gordon book. So you could just read that. <laughs> and exactly. Exactly. And yeah. it's like the because it's focused on uh, James Gordon, it adds like more of a connection feel to it. Like you read it and you're like, OK, I'm seeing what it's like to have to deal with the Joker, whereas if it was what probably most people were expecting of just directly about the Joker, it's just going to be killing people in very sadistic ways. There's not really that much that you can make it interesting, but they really grabbed me on that first issue. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm really excited to read this. I have not really cared about Jim Gordon this much before. I thought he was a mm. great character. Don't get me wrong. But like, yeah, yeah. this made me go, okay, there's a lot to this. I am ready to go into Jim Gordon hunting for the Joker across the world. Like, that's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't want to watch the Joker pay his taxes, order food in a <laughs> restaurant, wipe his ass. Like, none of this is interesting to me, but watching Gordon in the next phase of his life, because, like, every, I think everything's cyclical. So, like, mm -hmm. right now, Green Arrow's wealthier than Batman, Alfred's dead, Gordon's on the hunt for the Joker in Bermuda. But we all know that one day Gordon will be commissioner again. We all know that Batman will be richer than God again. We all know mm -hmm. that all those things are going to get put back into the, the toy chest. But while we're here, Gordon has gone on a really interesting journey. And this issue alone, and I got to give major props to Jamestown and the Fourth for having the experience or at least the 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 breadth of knowledge to go like i'm gonna tie this in 
with pretty much every version of Gordon you know. Mm -hmm. Do you like Gordon from year one? I'm going to make references to year one. Did you like Gordon from the Batmuddy era? Well, guess what? I'm going to reference why he looked so young during that series. Like, yes, I love that Gordon bit. is in there. Yeah, right? Like, Barbara made me dye my hair. I don't know why I'm doing it anymore. <laughs> I'm old. And I'm like, fair enough, Jim. I can't argue with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I honestly, if, if those of you, uh, listening and watching, if you have not picked up the Joker yet, definitely pick it up. It is, it's worth reading the first issue. I think it's a fantastic yeah. issue. Um, the Justice League comic that yes. came out today was a little confusing because of the fact that we had Barry, who in <laughs> Infinite Frontier Zero is mm -hmm. part of the Justice League incarnate or whatever, like monitoring the multiverse. And then they're like, nope, yep. he's here at the Justice League. I'm like, okay, I'm clearly missing something. No, don't worry. You're not. Bendis gonna <laughs> Bendis. That's literally just, I, I remember reading Bendis? it and going, that's Bendis. Bendis is uh, now on Justice League. Yeah. That and do that's kind of, that's why I picked it up because I love Bendis team books. I think he mm -hmm. does a such he does such a great job balancing character and giving a voice to characters that don't normally have one. Uh, and, I, and I'm excited to see that. Of course, obviously his own original creation, Naomi, is going to be shunted into the story. Actually, you know what? Uh, now that you say that, the Naomi showing up in it makes so much more sense now. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, plus the use of Black Adam, and I'm sure that's corporate. But like, I also don't. I'm not surprised that, you know, Black Adam will be like their century character. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed the issue. I liked the art. I liked the banter. It was like every Bendis book that I've read over the last 10, 15 years. Uh, it read in a flash. No pun intended. It was just like, oh, it's over. <laughs> right. Oh, not much happened in this issue, huh? They, 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 you know, they fight a guy and then they leave. Yeah. Okay. And another big guy! Ah, Bendis! Another big monster from far away that nobody knows. I'm pretty sure it's character. the... Something tells me it's the same villain that he used actually in the Naomi series. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, he is from Naomi's dimension, world... Something like that. Space, whatever, yeah. I gotta pick up more of Naomi because I, I only read the first arc. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, was that all that there was? I remember was, reading the arc. It, <laughs> She was in the first arc and then jumped over into uh, Young Justice. Young Justice. Yeah, I yeah I dropped that book. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best. Uh, yeah. No, I'm actually really excited. Like, for all of these, I'm really excited. The Batman Urban Legends, I think I'm least excited for, just because mm -hmm. it. there's nothing crazy about it. The only no. one in it that I'm weirdly excited for was actually Grifter. Uh <laughs> Like, I, I'm weirdly, like, growing on the character where I'm like, you know what? He's, I kind of like the idea of he's a guy cool that's kind of being a villain, but not being a villain. But maybe mm -hmm. he is, but maybe he's, it's like a lot to it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I actually don't know enough about this guy that I can't just go, oh, it's going to be like this story or this story mm -hmm. or this one. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, all the Infinite Frontiers started surprisingly strong. Yeah, Despite I think so, not but being a great rebirth, new everything kind of thing. No, there's no... I, I feel like there isn't a very clear directive headline. Mm -hmm. You know, even even comparing it to Future State. You know, Future State was obviously like, it's nothing, don't worry about it. But here it is, buy it. Uh, I, I, I kind of got what it was about. 
and what they were trying to do with it and how like it had its own kind of like tone and cohesion. This is just kind of like, please keep buying DC. We're calling it Infinite Frontier. Like that's really how it feels. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, you put Tom Taylor on night. It's more like you, you, you shuffled your creators in the best way possible. Like, yeah. Hey, Wonder Woman looks really cool. And her status quo is interesting. Okay. I'll check that out. You put Tom Taylor on Nightwing. The book is unexpectedly excellent Mm -hmm. uh justice league bendis does better on team books yes let's put him on one and maybe people will complain less he'll still obviously be writing about superman as much as he wants to so everyone gets what they want yeah it's like yeah okay this is all a no-brainer i'm still buying your books (laughs) so and then and then the joker book which is just we need more money and it's like, yeah, well, make it a Jim Borden book and I'll give you my money. Exactly. They were like, we need more money. And it's like, okay, well, you definitely earned it. So take it. Take yeah, my money. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because let me tell you something. I, have, I haven't read a Nightwing book in forever. Mm-hmm. And I will be reading this until Taylor leaves the series. I am in the same boat. I have not really read a single Nightwing since, I want to say, Grayson. Yeah. Until now. <clears throat> exactly. It's I just hope they don't John Wick him. <laughs> they're gonna john wick him what i don't do you, think what do you I, mean by that like kill the dog I mean, don't I mean, tell me the that, dog oh i would oh yeah. i would be fr- i would be very upset yeah me too me too and i think they're gonna do it because taylor knows how to how to break your heart that is very true he is yeah. fantastic at doing that so yeah but infinite Arts here cool uh you know I, I don't have any much much more to say outside of just reviewing every issue and i don't think anybody wants to watch that so nah but if they do uh on thursdays at twitch.tv slash comic andy and myself uh do actually review all the different comics that did come out throughout the week uh so if you want to hear my opinion and andy's opinion check that out that's so. right and if you want to watch me do it mondays <laughs> there you go but uh yeah, so Doctor Strange 2, I'm very excited about this news. If it is news indeed, it is, of course. It's mm-hmm. it's more like rumor, but CBR is reporting on it, and they're like an actual news source. Uh, but Doctor Strange 2 is to revamp the character's costume to be more comic accurate, with more color, and to bring back the epic large collar to the cloak. If this is true, yay. <laughs> like, good. Yeah. Because Doctor Strange... I think Cumberbatch has done a great job with the character. I think that everyone other than the guy who directed the movie has done an excellent job with that character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, right. I, I prefer I prefer Doc to in any other version besides the his his own movie. I like the movie fine, but it's not mm-hmm. like it's nothing to write home about and. You know, in everything else, he's more powerful and he's and he's more fun. He also got the fun gloves, and only in Thor Ragnarok, I'm yeah. hoping the gloves come back. Um, but yeah, I think with Sam Raimi, who clearly likes Doctor Strange, given if you're a big Raimi fan or a big Raimi meme fan, uh, in Spider-Man 2, the only other superhero ever referenced that's in the Marvel Universe in a Raimi movie from Spider-Man is Doctor Strange. <laughs> That's right. I totally forgot that they reference him. Yeah, when they're coming up with names for Dr. Octopus. Yeah. uh, Hoffman's like, Dr. Strange, that's really good, but it's taken. (laughs) Yes. Uh, yes. like, that's Raimi right on the wall. I want to do a Dr. Strange movie. Right. 
Uh, yeah, so when I was reading the article for this, one of the biggest things that they were saying was that uh, with the, or the problem with the collar in the first movie was that they were saying it'll block the actor's face from a lot of different angles, which, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like, the collar does go up to the height of his head, but... They can do it. And I truly think that they can. They will. I'm hoping that they'll also bring back the gloves officially, the emblem on his chest. Yes. Like, the more comic accurate costumes we get in the movies and the TV shows, I understand that, like, the directors and stuff, they're like, nah, it's going to look stupid. It won't be good. They don't understand that the fans want that. We want to see the epically huge cloak collar of, like, the crazy like gold gloves that he wears that look like he's about to do the dishes. Like, yes, it's, it's just so perfect. And so I'm really glad that we're moving towards the more comic accurate. And I'm hoping that because this, I would consider this more of the goofier comic accurate costumes that I think if it does well across the board, they're going to be like, do the comic accurate. Let's just do it. Let's, let's make it what they want. Plus, we don't have to design anything. It's in a comic right there. Just make it right. Cosplay. I, I, I am one of the few people who, when watching WandaVision, you know, it, it's obviously done tongue in cheek in a fun way to have Vision and Wanda look like their comic book counterparts. Yes. On the Halloween episode. But when we got Wanda's new suit, which I'm, which I'm a fan of, by the mm-hmm. way, she got the the tiara thing. I gotta tell you. I kind of prefer the one from Halloween. <laughs> yes, it wasn't red enough. I, it wasn't not big or red enough. Yeah. The, the one that she had in the Halloween, I'm like, it's 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 growing on me. Gotta tell you, like, mm-hmm. not that I don't like everything else. Not that I think that you know you need to go full comic book with all these outfits. Mm-hmm. But there there's some things I'm just like, you know, if you keep that one thing, you know, if Doctor Strange is a big ridiculous cloak and it is red, I think you're gonna work out okay. I think, you know, if, if we find out there's like a real eye of Agamotto that is an Infinity Stone, he better have that thing front and center. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, I, 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 there there are ways to make it work, and I think that ultimately it all comes down to texture. At the mm. end of the day, it's about texture. When you see the comic accurate, like t- tongue-in-cheek joke costumes, like in the Netflix series or in any of the movies, when like Steve Rogers is wearing his comic accurate Captain America suit when he's yep. doing the stage shows in First Avenger, it, it like, that's cloth. It mm-hmm. looks like the comic book, but for some reason it doesn't sell. And the reason texture. If you yeah. look at the uh, Civil War slash Homecoming Spider-Man suit. It looks like the comic, but if you get really close to there, you see like there's bumps, there's like little like there's little mm-hmm. like rivets and stuff. Like there's there's something about it, the, the the texture of a superhero suit that if you add that, for whatever reason, it, it sells it better. It ca- maybe it catches light better, maybe it comes off uh, on camera better, maybe it doesn't look as flat. I don't know what it is, but you know, just got to get that texture in there. That's what it's all about. <laughs> oh, definitely, because yeah, it just it makes it feel more like it's a part of the real world. It feels like yes. the comic in the real world as opposed to just, we grab the comic and we put him in a spandex suit that is colored the same way. Like I, That's a great way to say it though. The texture is really yeah. what makes it. Cause it works, uh, it works at Comic-Con, you know, like cosplay, you want to mm-hmm. do a one-to-one comic book accurate suit and it's just like a, 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 you know, a spandex outfit. Sometimes that works, but even then, like those great Spider-Man suits you see, there's like, there's, there's a little texture on it or there's a, or there's shading. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's just something about it. You gotta, you gotta go that extra mile. And yeah. I, I'm very hopeful because the spider suit, 
the, in the Raimi trilogy got better as it progressed. Right. And I think that, you know, Raimi has had a lot of experience with makeup and effects and costuming. So I, if anybody is going to get the Doctor Strange suit right, if they're going to change it at all, I, I think we can trust Raimi to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hyped. Like, show me more. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait for that for that first still that we get when we finally get to see what they do to it. Oh, yeah, I'll be yeah. excited. And and I heard he has. Uh, I heard that Cumberbatch also has been growing in his facial hair. Ooh. So maybe we might be getting a more comic accurate facial hair for Doctor Strange. Like maybe a longer mustache. If we get I'd a comic okay accurate that. one, and they if they bring back the proper facial hair, and they do not have the moment of him with Tony Stark of facial hair bros. <laughs> well, Stark's dead, but maybe there'll be like a flashback a or something. Flash, I don't exactly. Know. Something. Or a multiversal Stark. That'd be fun. There you go. Everyone loves the multiverse. Plus, you know, that's the whole name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, speaking of other movies, Zack Snyder's Justice League is receiving some good reviews after early viewings. Yes. Uh, Here's a quote. Uh, It has a handful of flaws, but they're largely outweighed by the sense of grandiosity and earnest spectacle on display. Uh, This is from comicbook.com. Yeah, I heard that from all intents and purposes, the Snyder Cut was basically given to people who have always wanted to see the Snyder Cut. So understandably so. It's like a, you know, it's got like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) or whatever. But, uh, but But the criticisms that I've heard are mild Mm -hmm. at best. You know, it's more like if you don't like Zack Snyder's vision, you're probably not going to like this movie. If you right. if if you didn't like Justice, like it is the basically the same movie, just longer and with more attention being given to certain characters. And it's mm. like, oh, okay, like it feels less. It feels like it's made by one person, which yeah. is all anybody wants when they see a movie at this point. Exactly. I'm. I really hope the reviews are true, uh, mm-hmm. but I think it's really good that they are positive because. With it being a monster of a four-hour-long movie, I think yes. if you heard anything that was some like people going, ah, oh, well, skip it. Ex- <laughs> exactly, like it's so much time to invest to watch yeah. this that if you hear something negative, you're not going to go. Well, you know what? I'm going to take four hours of my day and watch this thing that a lot of people are saying negative things about. So I'm really hoping that. Once it's public for everyone, we don't learn that they had only given it to people who they knew were going to say positive things. Yes, yes. Um, uh, it's funny. I, I had a similar situation because uh, I thought the movie was coming out on Monday mm-hmm. or Tuesday, like on the 15th. I had heard something about that, and then it turns out, no, it's Thursday. But mm. uh, in preparation, I was going to – I was like, I'm not going to watch Justice League again. I'm not going to watch the the Whedon version because why would I watch another bad movie to prepare for a four-hour version of the same movie? Right. So my plan was I was going to watch uh, Batman vs. Superman, the ultimate edition on HBO Max. And uh, I saw it was three hours. And I'm like, no, nah, I remember that movie enough. I don't need to see a three-hour <laughs> version. Like, it's, I, I, I'm going to watch a three-hour movie to prepare for the four-hour movie? No. No, yeah. no, 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 no. If I... If I unexpectedly love this movie. Like if I go insane and w- and wind up loving this four hour cut, I will lovingly go back and watch the three hour Batman versus Superman ultimate edition to prepare myself or fill in any gaps. But for now, I think I only have room in my week for one 
three plus hour long yeah. Justice League movie. So, I, I yeah, I'm I'm very hopeful. This did make me go because obviously we're gonna have to watch it no matter what. This yes. made me think. Okay, at least I'm probably gonna get into something that I'm not gonna hate for four hours, but I'm right. actually hopeful and. I mean, hey, it's got promise. I'm excited. So it's got to be better than the last one. Uh, that, that's that's, I mean, that's my not saying expectation. Much, <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I, I will say, like, there were some fun moments in that Just League movie, and I I, I hope that uh, I hope it's good. Like, because mm-hmm. I don't want to waste four hours. I want everybody who has been clamoring for this movie to get what they've always wanted, and and I and I want it to be over. <laughs> like, I don't yes. want to hear about give us the Whedon or give it give us the Snyder verse. Like, give us more. And it's like, no, 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 no. You got your movie. You get yeah. it's four hours. And I'm I'm one of those people who's also really glad that it is a four hour movie and not a series because movies are not meant to be broken up into like bite-sized pieces to mm-hmm. be viewed over a period of time. I'm looking at you, Quibi, from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> so. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I am I am actually curious whether or not that may hurt it because mm-hmm. seeing something as one four-hour movie is a little bit more daunting than going, oh, it's four episodes that's hour-long episodes. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's much more palatable to yeah. do it that way, but... I'm a movie fan and mm-hmm. I, I'm a completist and I'd much rather just watch the whole thing. I don't want to drag it out, especially yeah. if, you know, like the movie has like a like a weird moment in it that stops at the hour mark. You know, it's going to it's going right. to discourage me from wanting to continue it. It's like, no, 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 just sit there. You've you've locked yourself in. Watch the whole thing. Plus, that's that's how most people are probably going to watch it. Anyway. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. So, yeah, so. I'm looking forward to it. Same, 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 same. Oh, so uh, you were. This is an, this is not not inflammatory. This is more like it. There was an eye catching article that uh, that you posted, and I had to read it immediately. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> you click baiting bastard. Uh, Mar- Marvel's next Captain America will be a young gay man called Aaron Fisher. What? No, uh, writer Joshua Tr- Trujillo, uh, artist. Jan Basildua says, uh, who have created the character, describe him as an openly gay person who admires Captain America and fights against evil to help those who are almost invisible to society. He appears to be a street level hero and less worldwide fight superhero and uh, extraterrestrial threats level hero. Yeah, the idea here is uh, uh, <laughs> there's going to be a Captain America story where Cap basically, I think it's called the the United States of Captain America. Yep. Uh, which reminds, which reminds me of the song uh, "The United States of Whatever," right? But yeah, uh, the the the, uh, the the series or whatever it's written by Christopher Cantwell with art by Dan or Dale Eaglesham. Uh, the United States of Captain America is the idea. Is uh, Cap's going to be going like around the country and meeting different embodiments of Captain America? Yeah, honestly, which it seems yeah. like a we are Robin, but with Captain America. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> fine. You know what? Like, okay. That sounds fun. You know, I I would like to see what different regions of America interpret Captain America to be mm-hmm. and and see them, you know, on display. Especially because, like, it's not like an all new, all different Captain America where, oh, Steve Rogers is going to die again and retire again. And, right. and, uh, and this character is going to be like the new Captain America be bumping, bumping elbows with, uh, 
with Tony Stark and Carol Danvers. Like, no, this is just this is a cap for their uh, area, like, they, you know, mm-hmm. their their neighborhood, which I think is really cool. Like, and that's fun. Why not? And I like the design. It's a cute idea. Yeah, I but thought yeah. it was good, but definitely a clickbait article that I had to throw on the list. Cause I know, not? I was like, next Captain America is going to be a young gay man. I'm like, what? I'm not even complaining, but I am like, that was a bold move. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for yeah, him. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but, and like the, I believe the costume that he's wearing is very reminiscent of the original Captain America. Mm. Or one of the oh, old yeah, yeah. school captain america ones i should say yes yeah uh I'm, I'm i'm looking at it now and it reminds me very much of like uh because like the shield is kind of in the similar mm-hmm. uh well i think the shield. what is the shield made of it looks like it might be like a trash can lid or <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't like, be surprised <laughs> yeah the the suit's fun it's clearly like it it's it's makeshift it is uh on a budget uh the character design is actually really fun i kind of mm-hmm. dig it um both in and out of the suit. Uh, it, it, it's, it seems to me to be very uh, into the Spider-Verse Miles Morales inspired. Yes. In terms of, you know, like, there is an element of graphic art influence. Uh, there's, like, a homemade quality while still having, like, a very expensive design degree right. <laughs> You're like, damn, Miles knows how to, how to design a suit with spray paint. Yeah, uh, and so apparently does Aaron, uh, which is cool. Like, all right, nice. Yeah, I think that one's gonna be fun. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, Aquaman two is gonna be filming this summer with the working title Necris. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Necris in the comics is another underwater domed city similar to Atlantis that only exists for very brief intervals of time and never appears in the same place twice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I knew that they were working on Aquaman 2 because I heard that they fired Amber Heard. I actually don't know the full details on that, and I completely forgot to look into the verification of that because... Me too. <laughs> most people have heard of the chaos that is that entire situation. I'm not yeah. going to say one way or the other because I actually don't know what they did decide on. Right. But anyway, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I was just literally looking it up right now. Apparently, um, it is still in question. It is okay. At least as far as as at least as as far back as March first, uh, people are still questioning whether that's true. Um, so we we'll probably know. find out when we start seeing stills from the set of Aquaman two, and it's like, ah, oh, she's either not there or it's someone yep. else. Yeah, because I mean. The fact is, you don't necessarily need Mara. You don't need to, like, hastily recast Mara for your Aquaman 2. Mm-hmm. But if you remember your Aquaman movie, you know, she's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And it, the, the, the way that they set him up, uh, you know, he's in charge of Atlantis now. <laughs> like, exactly. You can't just you can't tell a, a small story about a guy, you know, who doesn't who, who's reluctant to take up the mantle. Like, no, he did that. Yeah. And now what? Plus, it's it's would not be the first time that a significant character got recast. I mean, just look at uh, Rhodey in Iron Man. Got recast Rhodey, in uh, Iron Man Two. Rachel Dawes so, in Batman. Another complete exactly. recast. Um, uh, yeah, they do it all the time. Uh, oh, the Hulk was recast. Yes. <laughs> One of the biggest <laughs> ones. Uh, yeah. 
No, I'm actually really excited for this because I did look into Necris when uh, looking up this article because my first thought was, where, what? I'd ne I've never yeah. heard this name before. And considering Aquaman 1 was basically like three or four different story arcs combined into a single movie, right. I think that this has a lot of good potential because they covered a lot of standard aquaman lore and storylines of the threat like battle for the throne his yeah. like just pretty much everything they covered and i feared that they weren't going to have an option for a story for the second one because they had done everything and i think this city that's like atlantis that randomly shows up out of nowhere could throw so many ranches into the system of it shows up in a spot that causes like the justice league to have a problem with it and then aquaman's the one that has to deal with it because it's in the ocean or it causes yeah. trouble with uh the surface world and everyone's like oh well it's an underwater city it's got to be atlantis let's fight aquaman because that's the logical solution for this naturally um <laughs> i'm yeah. i'm really yeah. excited i think it's i think it's gonna be kind of cool uh, you know, it's it's still going to be directed by James Wan, who did a really good job with the last one. Yep. Uh, I think that because we got like the biggest Lord of the Rings fight of all time in a DC movie, uh, <laughs> it, it, twice in that movie, uh, I think that we we could get away with it being kind of an intimate story. Like, you know, it's got big stakes, but you know, maybe it's just like it's just Mongo versus Aquaman, and it's just kind of like about the two of them. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's there's plenty of room and potential. Uh, I do still love Jason Momoa, and I uh, I enjoyed Aquaman, so Me I'm too. not like hyped, you know, because I know virtually nothing about this movie. Um, also, you know, how, what's even happening? <laughs> like, I, we do know, I guess, that the DC Cinematic Universe Aquaman is still Jason Momoa because he's getting Aquaman too. You know, we're not going to yeah. be making sequels in a, in a in a in a universe with no with no with no continuation. Yeah. I'm, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited because we know nothing about this. Because, like you said, Aquaman one, it was amazing. I I loved it. I thought it was actually one of my favorite of the DC movies. I know I'm not in the no, majority I think that's there. Fair. But yeah, I dug that. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was really fair. good, and it gave enough to make you enjoy the character in that world. And so, not knowing anything is actually making me really hopeful for it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do we know anything about that trench movie that they were gonna make? <laughs> you know the the spinoff where it was just about the trench and the <laughs> and 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 the monsters. There was supposed to be a movie of just about the trench. I don't remember yeah. hearing about that. Yeah, it was like a spinoff that was just gonna be a straight up horror movie. Um, I don't know how far along in production or pre-production they were for it, That's but I remember like that was there was a lot of there was a lot of rumblings about that. I saw that in the article about this, Juan does directly reference like the horror angle of the trench sequence. So mm -hmm. I think he said like I want to do that again, or at the very least like I, I he's a he's a horror movie director. He's going to have horror elements in this right. movie. So you know I I'm excited at least as far as like infusing elements of something that I don't normally associate with Aquaman into this movie. Right. You know, like when I see Aquaman, you know, I'm thinking like maybe badass warrior, you know, maybe like a, maybe an action movie, but you know, but horror, uh, but he does a great job. And that, that, the, the, that one shot, the, every time I think of Aquaman, I think of that one shot, that wide of the boat being besieged 
by yes. these like by those creatures and like being illuminated by lightning. I was like, this is this is dope. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. I wonder if that's so. actually uh, if maybe that idea actually is getting combined into the reason why this is the necros of like the mysterious city. And they went, OK, people might not care about the trench. What if we made an entire city about that and put that seriously? Because here's the thing with the trench movie. I was like, eh, will I see that? I don't know. But like. If you just make an Aquaman movie where he fights monsters, I guess I'll go see that. Oh, like, definitely. come on. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's cool. Yeah, me too. Uh, and finally, uh, I don't know if you watched this or not, but I did just to prepare for this. But I did final, as well. The, the, the final trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier released today it looks amazing. <laughs> Pardon me. Well, to cut that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or leave it in, make it human. Uh, but the, the final trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier released today it looks amazing, but Feige sells, tells fans, temper your expectations, it will not be quite eight hours. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But regardless of length, it looks like it's going to be a promising show with high entertainment value, just like WandaVision. I, I think in the wake of WandaVision, Feige and everyone involved in that show is going to be like, okay, <laughs> first of all, Mephisto is not in this show. <laughs> there will be no X-Men in this show. We're telling a story about these guys. Right. Don't think any further, Pat. Thor's not going to show up in this show. You know, like, we're we're just doing a show about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe uh. Steve will be in the movie. Maybe. You mm-hmm. know, like, that's as far as your expectations should take you. But, like, Tony Stark isn't going to come out of the multiverse. Wolverine isn't appearing in this show. It, it's just about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, maybe you'll see Sam Wilson in the Captain America suit mm-hmm. at the end of the show. Maybe. Right. And it's like, fair enough. <laughs> I do think, it corrects me if I'm wrong, did I see Mockingbird in the trailer? I think that was Sharon Carter, but oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I I don't. Th- I mean, like that would be that would have been amazing right? to see, like Palaki as Mockingbird from Shield in this would have been like what? She's a great actress. She's fun. She would have been a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I am honestly really happy to see Sharon in this show. Yeah, I think that Sharon was a really fun character. I think that the actor played her, did a really nice job with her. Uh, and I'm sad that she, like, after Civil War, that's the end of her. Like, we just don't see her ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad to see that we're going to carry her over because she's cool, she's capable, and now that Steve has had, you know, he's you know, he, he's had his lady love and he's a million years old, uh, you know, Sharon could hook up with Bucky or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I... So the trailer, uh, for those of you who have not seen it, go see it so that you can understand what we're talking about. Uh, Mm -hmm. It honestly looked like an insane action movie that's being turned into a show. And I originally, because of the way that WandaVision was of, it did start off a little slow. It did feel like a standard TV show. This truly looks and feels like it's going to be one long action movie split up this this honestly looks like what the snyder cut was going to be when put into four different episodes but done correctly of like it's purposed for this as opposed to we made it and then cut it up no this looks like it's going to have so much action so much 
awesome fight scenes and end in ways that make you go, I need to see next week's episode. Oh, yeah. No, I, I having watched the trailer and knowing what to expect from the show or not knowing what to expect from the show, mm-hmm. I am very, not concerned, but apprehensive that every episode I'm going to go, oh, no, it's over. Like, right. <laughs> You know, there were like I remember when we used to watch all the Netflix shows for our channels, and mm-hmm. I, I would watch Daredevil or or Luke Cage, and at the end of every episode, I'd be like, "Oh, maybe I'll watch another one." Yeah, you know, but like, but like those were just kind of heavy <laughs> and emotionally exhausting. Yeah, this looks like it's just going to be like. Yeah! Whoa! Like, and then and then credits, and you're like, no, wait, wait, we're, we're like, it, it looks like they they're literally like, we we wrote a Marvel movie, yeah, and we 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 gave it to like a like a TV script doctor who came up with those little like moments to wrap up little action sequences with credits, mm-hmm. and then go, that's how you're gonna release it. Like when he said it's not quite eight hours, I'm thinking more like six, something and, between there. I think was what and, they said. And I'm fine with that. Like, I wanted, like, this trailer made me think, man, I kind of just wanted to see Captain America 4. (laughs) Like, I kind of wanted this to be Captain America 4. And it basically is. Mm -hmm. And if it is, then I'm getting two Captain America 4s because this movie is super long. Yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of awesome. No, I'm I'm really excited because it's... There's so much that if this was just a normal movie, that would be the off-scene, off-panel stuff that's just mentioned. Whereas because it's going to be this long TV show, we get to see it all. We get to see a lot of these smaller conversations that people might have or just interactions that really add to the character and add to their relationships. I'm super excited for the dynamics between uh, Bucky and Sam. Like, Yes. Just the small little bits of the, we're partners. Oh, we're more like co-workers. Like, yeah. It's just. But we look damn good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited for this. Yeah. Having revisited a couple of the movies recently, uh, you know, I saw a little bit of Civil War recently and uh, I just, I was really, I some of the greatest things in that are watching Bucky and Sam interact with each other. Yeah. Uh, when they both get their asses handed to them by, the, by Spider-Man, he's just like, I hate you. Uh, the moment where they're in the car and he's, can you pull your seat up? No, <laughs> just, I, I really, those are, those are moments that I think everybody remembers and enjoys just because they're kind of like, they're real, but they're funny and they're, yeah. they're, they're genuine character interactions. And, you know, in civil war, we got two of them. They're each 0.8 seconds long, uh, it, with a, with a show, with a movie that's six hours long, that's broken up into one hour chunks. You get all of those moments and you get a perfect balance like you said it's a great idea to balance what marvel does best marvel does best with character interactions and action sequences this show is basically going to be just probably banter and action yeah the movie (laughs) which i'm all for Uh, i i i love we haven't even seen I don't want to give it away. I mean, like, people know. They saw they showed him in the trailer, but he doesn't say anything. I want to see US Agent in action. Oh, yeah. I completely what is that forgot all about? about that. Yeah, they're showing you Flag Smashers and Baron Zemos and Sharon Carters, but we're not seeing anything of John Walker. 
I, I'm like, this is exciting. Like, there's stuff that they they showed you mm-hmm. that they that they that, that the people are not even remembering because they're hyped for something else about this show. Yeah. And there's not a lot of stuff in this show. Like, it's really going to be about like, is America so racist they're not going to let Sam wield the shield? That's probably the theme of the show, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, that's it. And it's like. But also Baron Zemo, but also this odd morphing of Flag Smasher into kind of like a, you know, a cult. Um, right. But also what's Sharon's role in this? What do these guys do in a world without shield? Mm-hmm. Does sword carry over? A lot of questions. I got a lot of really cool stuff in here. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm so also, of course, the cameos, you know, like they, they name drop Doctor Strange in one of the trailers. Not that I don't expect him to show up. If he's not in WandaVision, he ain't in this. <laughs> right. But uh, but I I do in my heart, and I don't look up like rumors and like I don't look up like spoilers. I want to enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. But like I, I truly think, especially because like Chris Evans has talked about it in interviews where he's like, I'd come back, I guess, you know, like I guess nobody's giving me director jobs, so I guess I'd be Captain America. Because um, I don't know if you people know, but like, or at least pay attention to the, to the you know, to the hype. But I know that Evans had been whinging about wanting to direct since probably Civil War. He's been like, man, I really want to direct. Right. And it's like, you know, I, maybe when I get a minute like off this character, I can direct some stuff. And it's like, okay, like, good. I hope you do. But I also want you to be Cap, please. Yeah. And if Cap is old, you know, he just has to sit in a chair. And then they're like, we'll just put the CG face over you. <laughs> That's cool. Oh. I'll take old cap. Yeah. No, I'm really excited. And then, like, the actors that play uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I can't remember yeah. their names. Anthony Mackie uh, and... Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Yes. Their chemistry with each other is just... it. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those ones where the humor is just so natural that it's not going to even feel like it was written in. It's just yeah. them interacting with each other. And I'm so excited for that. Agreed. Agreed. Sorry. And, and of course the, the expectation, I, I hope this feels like a complete story. Yes. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I want it to tease the next thing. I want it to set up the world that we're going into or that we're in, because the reality is they spent like their trillion dollars on Disney plus. This is the world there. We're not setting up the next movie. This is the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like the, these are the things that they're making. We are making movies, but we're also intrinsically connected. Like, these are not setups for the next thing. These are the next thing. Yeah. So I I hope it feels like a Captain America three. Like I, I oh, is it three? I I, yeah. I forget how many freaking Captain America movies there are. There's Winter Soldier. Yeah, so there's three. Because there's yeah. Cap, Winter Soldier, Civil War. I hope that this feels like a Captain America four. Where yeah. it's just it's just a complete story. It's about Sam's journey, maybe Bucky two, because he's in it and he's named in it, and you know. It's a world without Steve, and at the end of an endgame, you know, Bucky's like, yeah, you deserve the shield. I, I feel like my story is over. But really, like, I am only in, like, like my 30s. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Right. Like, what, what am, what am I going to do? How do I explain this arm to chicks? What, what am I going to do with my life? You know, like, I want to see the, what he does with his life. So, yeah. you know, or, or, am I going to move back to Wakanda? Black Panther isn't there anymore. I, nobody knows me there. <laughs> yeah. I was just that white guy that was out in the fields with long hair. Yeah, uh, I was the white guy in the field. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to let me in based on that. Right. No, oh, I, right. The the wolf. Right. Come on in. No. I, uh, I think that this show is also going to be a really good test of 
fast-paced action movie in a TV show yeah. format. I'm nervous. So I'm a little nervous that some of them might feel like way too abrupt on the ending of yeah. an episode, or some might just feel too sluggish or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I after this trailer, I am so hyped to start watching this show. Like it's yeah. unbelievable. Now, is it coming out literally this Friday? I think so. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure it's this Friday. That's nuts. So nuts. Can't wait, man. Heck yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. We're getting the Snyder Cut on Thursday, and then Winter Soldier Falcon on uh, on Friday. We're getting four. We're getting five hours of content. <laughs> oh, we're definitely not gonna have any free time some of this weekend. That's for sure. Nope. I will be sleeping well on Sunday. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Uh, anything else uh, that we should uh, we should bring up? I, I I'm trying to think if there's any new business, but uh, I can't think of anything. No, I, I I'm I'm hyped. Uh, out of all these things, out of all these announcements we talked about, what's the most? What's what is the thing you're most hyped for? Ooh, uh, of everything after seeing the trailer, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's fair. Yeah. It just grabbed I, me I, so fast. <laughs> right, right. I'm I'm hyped for Falcon Winter Soldier, but I'm I think I'm the most anticipating this Snyder cut. Okay. Like, I, I I gotta see this thing. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things I I gotta see it. I gotta see what this is gonna be. Uh especially because like there's no, there's no denying it. Dark Side is going to be in a movie, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that I, uh, that I am excited to see how they, how they portray him and use him in that. So, we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, listen, if you would like to have early access to this show, you can always watch it over on Patreon.com/slash/ComicStory or Patreon.com/slash/ComicPop. Both Patreons post the show on the YouTube channel early to uh, patrons, so you can choose whichever side you want to support, or uh, better yet, support both sides because yeah. they're both on the right side, which is supporting comic books and uh, you know giving you content every single day of the week. Uh, if you put them all together side by side, uh, Dan, it's been an pl- absolute pleasure having you on this uh, episode. I'm looking forward to having uh, you guest host more, and of course, I'm looking forward to having you as the omniscient voice uh, that uh, that intercedes on our behalf whenever Benny and I uh, screw up or are just just going on way too long time to end the show please (laughs) stop talking Uh, it'll be very great to have you (laughs) continue to do that uh, yeah, thanks for having me. It's been it's been a lot of fun. I I do find it funny that you say that as your camera freezes Hello? on the stream side. Oh, there we go. Now we're good. Oh, there we go. Oh, we froze. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I had a great time. I uh, I will be back again next week. Uh, Benny right. will be doing his move, so he will not be here for that, and I will be with you guys again. So, looking forward to it, man. Thank you so much for uh, for everything, and uh, that's it. I guess we'll see you guys next mm-hmm. time. See ya.